This episode of the Salmon Trout Steel Eater Podcast is brought to you by Al's Goldfish. If you haven't already heard of Al's Goldfish, you haven't been listening to this podcast enough. But it's not just because they support Salmon Trout Steelheader and Great Lakes Angler. It's because I absolutely believe in that neon blue goldfish, as well as the 49er. So check them out, owlsgoldfish.com. Amato Publications has more to offer than just the books we have in Salmon Trout Steelheader. There are a myriad of wonderful Articles from Great Lakes Angler, which get into such detail that it just gives away massive secrets. And in this particular case, this is an article by Roger Hinchcliffe, who you may have heard on the podcast before. This article is called Twig Picking for Steelhead. Let's go for it. Steelhead anglers often overlook overhanging branches just above the water or barely in the water or completely submerged. If the water is tight to the shore, those fish absolutely will hold under vegetation for security or as a current mini-break. Understanding structures such as wood is vital no matter what you're fishing for. Fish all love structure and orient to it like a magnet. So again, this is an article by Roger Hinchcliffe, an angler who I've had the pleasure of spending a lot of time with, and I really enjoy his articles, and I enjoy getting together with him and asking questions. Here goes. I think most anglers will find this title intriguing and a topic not discussed very much in the steelhead world. But learning a little about this subject can pay huge dividends when locating steelhead, especially in colder water temperatures. Fish have settled in for the winter and start behaving like a resident trout until Mother Nature calls them upriver for the upcoming spring spawn. When it comes to holding structure in a river, a lot of it looks better than it really is. Some down trees are better than others. Finding these trees is key to finding more fish. All fish are attracted to structure, be it artificial or natural. Finding this structure can make all the difference when out on the water fishing. Trees that have fallen into the river create some perfect holding water for steelhead in many cases. Not to mention this year's tree or log that produces may not be there next year after a good blowout. A river is an ever-changing place. I love lay-down logs that happen to fall or get stuck in the perfect position with the stream's flow. These create current breaks and bubble lines for resting steelhead. They are like magnets, not to mention the current rolling under that log can make a hole by washout. The fish can rest and wait for any food that comes by. It's a perfect ambush spot for fish. In addition, the wood provides security for the fish, and they feel hidden and protected from predators above. Steelhead anglers often overlook overhanging branches just above the water or barely in the water or completely submerged. If the water is tight to the shore, those fish absolutely will hold under vegetation for security 
or as a current mini break, as mentioned before. Fishing is all about angles. Get yourself or the boat in the correct position and use your float rod to steer an offering where it needs to be and pluck a fish out of there. I see these near shore spots often, but anglers pass them up because they are close to the bank or they lack that classic bubble line. Another trick is in fishing is to always imagine what it looks like under the water. You must visualize the cover that you cannot see. I often get my float close to the cover and pull back on the float and let that bait swing underneath the cover. A lot of times it's just too much for the fish to resist. The trick to becoming successful will be getting the fish out of the wood once it's been hooked. The right rod is key. A noodle rod will not work. It would help if you had a rod that has a fast taper and the power to get those fish out of there. I also use heavier leaders such as the 10 to 12 pound test instead of the classic 6 to 8 pound leaders in the Great Lakes. I know a heavy leader is not ideal for line shy overfished fished. But it's well worth it to get the fish out of the structure and fight them in open water. Trust me, it's much more fun that way. Make no mistake when twig picking. You will lose some fish. That's just a reality. Losing tackle due to snags is another truth that is no fun and potentially expensive, but so worth it. Usually there's one fish, but there can be more holding there if the structure is large enough. My favorite baits for this are a jig, bead, or spawn bag under a float. A spawn bag or bead with a split shot, no float, thrown right in the cover can be the ticket too. If throwing spinners or crankbaits get the right angle to deliver the lure correctly, if the log is a laydown, run your bait lengthwise instead of making short choppy cast. This way you're covering all the potential holding water and not just parts of it. Start your cast a few feet in front of the log for any fish holding at the end of the log or trees. This method is very overlooked by many. My advice will to be to rig a few rods up, not just one float rod, if you have room and storage on the boat. This way the angler can cover all the likely spots with many different offerings. Have you ever seen a professional bass angler go out with one rod? No. Multiple rods will help you be more efficient and maximizes your chances at more fish. Extra benefits by scouting. In my opinion, this style of steelhead fishing allows the angler to slow down and look at and study the structure which in turn leads to other fish holding areas. Overall, you will become a better angler and learn your river a lot better. Summertime is a great overall time to scout for these likely holding spots. The water is usually much lower and makes some of these honey holes much more visible. Mark these spots on your fish finder or drop a pin on your cell phone. By doing your homework early, once fall and winter come, you are ready for them. Not to mention well out early season scouting, you can always bring an extra rod to fish for multiple species. It's a win-win in helping you catch more fish. 
Understanding structure such as wood is vital no matter what you're fishing for. Fish all love structure and orient to it like a magnet. Steelhead are no different than uh, any other fish and will most certainly use this cover to their advantage. In conclusion, twig picking isn't for everybody. It's not as sexy as a swung fly in the middle of the run or the classic runs and pools that most anglers are used to that hold steelhead. But make no mistake about it, this style of fishing is very overlooked by many. The twig jungle can be a dark place, but full of silver bullets. Yet another article from Roger Hinchcliffe, one of the most prolific uh, seminar speakers in the Great Lakes, and he's done uh, seminars in other areas as well. But the whole idea here is just to be wary of wood structure and even just a little twig sticking in the water creating a little disturbance. For some reason, steelhead orient to that. In fact, bass orient to that. A lot of different species orient to that. But Roger's just bringing to light the importance of locating structure and paying attention to it as a steelhead angler. You're going to find a lot of these details in the glangler.com website, the magazine Great Lakes Angler. Those of you out in the Great Lakes, you're going to find immediately applicable knowledge that will make you a better angler. But even those of you in the Northwest, for me, listening to the anglers in the Great Lakes and learning about their tactics has made me a better angler in the Northwest, especially when it comes to finesse. Thanks again, Roger, for the article. I would encourage each and every one of you to go to glangler.com and learn more about their incredible fisheries and how they apply to any place that salmon, trout, steelhead are found. Thanks again, guys. Please spread this out to your friends. It means a lot. My name is Lucas Holmgren. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, LucasHolmgrenMedia at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Again, the best way to support this podcast is by subscribing to either Salmon Trout Steelheader Magazine or Great Lakes Angler Magazine. Or both. Thanks again, folks.